Welcome to the Mindful Personal Training Podcast with Dr. Clint Cepeda. Dr. Cepeda will discuss all the issues you face when losing weight, creating effective exercise design, and training with intensity. Dr. Cepeda is a health and exercise science researcher specializing in obesity, program design, and mindful behavioral changes. Be sure to stop by drclintcepeda.com for more information. And now, here is Dr. C. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Mindful Personal Training with Dr. Clint Cepeda. That would be me. Dr. C, thanks for joining us again and downloading all across the world. We are actually so excited that we've got a couple people from France. I am just amazed Like we have this app that we have here at the studio. It tells us the country and geographical location and all kinds of fun stuff. The funny thing is, is that I don't speak French So I'm excited to know how uh, people from other countries are able to translate or maybe, you know, they're Americans that are listening. I don't know. Either way, the power of the podcast is there. So thank you. Thank you, France. And I I didn't even want to butcher the city uh, that they are listening, but thank you. Mercy, mercy, mercy. That's that's the best you'll get out of me. Well, this week we are actually doing a podcast based on some of the things I saw in the news. Now, I try to stay away from the news. My wife tells me all the time it depresses me to a point to where it's like, I can't believe this is happening. But I mean, that's the news for everybody, right? And we try to uplift and we try to stay positive. But one of the things that I could not keep my mouth shut about is some of the major, major organizations that we have in the U.S., for instance, like the Army and some military branches. And there's some other places uh, across uh, government entity was that wanted to start changing fitness standards. Now, give me a couple seconds here and and I'll explain why I think I can't keep my mouth shut on this is because changing fitness standards to come down to those who can't make it really. (sighs) Okay. So if we have a particular standard and it's been successful as time goes on, maybe we don't get as many applicants because that standard is so high, but it's always going to be a great applicant because the standard gets rid of the riffraff. Can we agree to that? So if we can agree to that premise, if we lower the standards, What kind of quality candidates do we get? So it leads me to this podcast of changing standards to come down. And of course, in our standard format, uh, who does it benefit? Who does it really, really benefit? What is the positive benefit of that? And if changing the standards, number two, and if changing the standards, also we're changing the quality of who we have. Now, I'm I'm going to speak on specifically fitness and exercise and people. Third, Please, please, please don't give in to easy. When we change standards, who does it benefit? It doesn't benefit me. I mean, I worked hard enough to get the body and the fitness and the health that I have at almost 50 years old. I'm not 50, but almost versus trying to give myself excuses and going, okay, well, instead of me running a mile in nine minutes or eight minutes, I'm going to run it in 10 and that's going to be good. Okay. Okay. Um, there may be something wrong with my ankle or something wrong with my lower back why I have to run it and walk it in about 12 minutes or 10 minutes. Why? Why Why give yourself an out? Who does it benefit? If we're changing standards in the military, I, I don't know if I can have the full faith of having somebody who was subpar on a fitness test watching my back. 
I, I just don't. And I'm not trying to single out anybody at all. I'm just telling you that if you're changing fitness standards, who are you benefiting? Who does it benefit? It doesn't benefit me. We're trying to change it so that way we can increase more applicants. Okay, then that means you're changing the creed, the motto, and the standards of a entryway to kind of go, all right, I know you're not an A student and you're not a B student, but you are a 79 C student, so we're going to get you in. So that way you can feel good about yourself and we can get better, uh, a better pulse of more, more applicants, more people coming in. I don't want that. I want the best of the best. Don't you? I mean, if you want to buy a great car and you want to have that car in tip top shape, you want the car that everybody has a 100% work rate and they had so much pride. You want the car that maybe missing the horn or doesn't have the heads up display that you wanted, but it's still, you know, a brand new car. The standard is just a little bit subpar. That's what you want. Wouldn't you want excellence every time? Now that's just so lame and I made it so basic, but when you start changing it, it doesn't benefit anybody but the person. And in that case, does it benefit the organization? I would argue it does not. It's like football, right? Everybody wants the first round draft pick. You want to build, you want the best person at that position so you can win a championship or at least the best person that can do their job, the best tackle, the best guard, definitely the best quarterback, best running back for that position, for that team and that chemistry, that organization. Why would I lower standards? And if you were third string in your high school, you barely played in college and I'm going to draft you in the first round because we want to lower our standards. That's not me. And that shouldn't be you. The benefit of lowering fitness standards benefits no one. No one. It doesn't benefit the individual. It definitely doesn't benefit the organization. It doesn't benefit the future and the mission statement of what the organization and the people around it expect. It doesn't benefit those who went through the rites of passage and the crucibles to be tougher, stronger, quicker, and turn around and go, this is what we have now because we wanted to lower the fitness standards, doesn't benefit anybody. If, you, if it does, tell me. I mean, we will argue the point. Who does it benefit? Does it benefit a news blog at the top of the headline saying that we're going to lower the standards to be inclusive? Inclusive for what? If you're in a physically demanding job, you better be the best of the best, especially if that job requires life-saving techniques, having somebody's back, being able to stop bad guys. I want the best of the best, wouldn't you? Or you want subpar. If you want subpar, I have an igloo that I want to sell you in downtown Waikiki. So obviously for the first one, it benefits no one. Number two, if changing the standards, does it also change the quality? Absolutely. Now let's have a story where you have somebody who would normally not get into a physical physically demanding occupation or position. And he works his way and they do lose weight and, and, and it's a little bit better. That's great. But what have we taught this individual? What kind of work ethic have we given them? And is it generally accepted? Like, will that always happen? Will you always lower the standard, the fitness standards of how to get into an organization or, or a PT test or whatever? And will that make the organizational better, organization better? the company better. 
you change the quality of what you bring in. Now, a standard is different than being elitist. Do not get the two mixed up. If your standard was all C students and you had that when you opened up your business, then there you go. That's your standard. But you can't have a standard that has been sitting there for decades and in some cases, many, many decades and then want to change it because you're getting media pressure. People are writing that they can't complete the stand that you have now for the mile, where you're, whether you're male or female. Okay, then get rid of them. Why do we have to adjust to those that are going to bring us down? Maybe that occupation just isn't for them. And that is okay. Look, I'm, I can't play the NBA. So uh, if they adjust the height requirements, does that make me a better NBA player? Will that make my quality as an NBA player better because you adjusted the height requirements, you lowered down the net? I'm not 6'6". Six, six. I'm not 6'5". So explain that to me. Don't you change the quality of player? Wouldn't you change, therefore, the quality of the police officer or the soldier if we lower or the fireman if we lower these fitness standards? You change the quality. There's no doubt about that. But yet we try to put it under a disguise of being inclusive, you know, being helpful to those that may have not have gotten a fair shake. I don't know about you, but when will it end? If you turn around and change that standard, are you going to change another standard and another and another? And I promise you there are some veterans and people that are out there that have been since retired will look back and go, this is not the same organization I knew when I was in it. You change the standard, you change the quality. And then in essence, you change the mission and the soul of the organization. And then finally, don't give in to the easy. You want to give in to the easy because it's easy. Because there's no pain, no effort. We lowered the standard. I can get a job and be good at my job because I run a mile that took me a half an hour. Now I'm just exaggerating. But if you keep changing the standard from 10 minutes to 11 minutes to whatever, when will it end? Don't give in to the easy because the easy doesn't make us strong. Mentally, physically, spiritually, it doesn't. You have to go through the trials and tribulations. I would rather have somebody who entered the police academy, 30, 40 pounds overweight, didn't make it. But they went back again for the next cycle, didn't make the cut. But they did lose some weight. They went for a third cycle. And maybe on the fourth cycle, they made it. I would rather have that person because they didn't have the standard come to them. They went to the standard. They knew the work in front of them. They knew that it was harder to get in at their current rate. So they're going to work at it. That's the kind of person I want on my side. That's the kind of person I want watching my back. That's the kind of person I want to build an organization over because life will happen. And when it does happen, are they going to up and quit? No, they're going to come back for more and try and figure it out. That's how you become successful in whatever it is. You do not become successful by going, hey, I can't do this. So can you change the rules? So that way I can do it. And by the way, 
um, my buddy wants to do it too. And, and, and then their buddy and their buddy. And now I have a bunch of subpar people getting into these occupations where it was an honor to be in it. You had to strive to be the best, not have the best come down and change it and go, Hey, let's change the requirements for the pull-ups and let's change the requirements for the push-ups." and let, no, we're not doing that. We're not doing that, but apparently we are, I guess. So it was something that I felt I needed to talk about and have the listeners and, and, and know my position and how I see it uh, from my point of view that changing standards is fine if it's lateral or it gets better. Changing standards to come down to people who are subpar. Now you're asking for trouble. Never, ever, ever, ever give up but you may have to adjust. You may have to move around. You may have to be mindful that that may not be the position. You may try to have to work two, three, four times as hard. There is a reason why we respect the Navy SEALs, the elite of the elite. There is a reason why we respect those in special forces. There is a reason why we respect those who can be a sharpshooter in the SWAT team. They are the best of the best. I couldn't do it, but I like the standard. I like that in that particular organization and that position, that is the best of the best and they prove it time and time again. Changing fitness standards to be inclusive to those who have a hard time losing weight. I don't buy it. I don't believe in it. I think everybody should try and do what they can within their mindset, their physical capacity, and then work from there. And if you end up being an elite bodybuilder, then more power to you, go for it. You only have to thank yourself. But if you don't, then you don't. But don't turn around and go, hey, we should give gold medals to the top seven people. (laughs) No, why don't we give gold medals to first place? They're the best. Because if I won something, I don't want to share it with anybody else. I want to be the best. And so should you. So never change your standards and don't fall into the easy. Everybody else does. Doesn't necessarily mean it's the right thing to do. That's going to do it this week for Mindful Personal Training with Dr. Clint Cepeda. That's me, Dr. C. We appreciate all the support. And if you have any more questions, please do not hesitate to drop us a line. Stop by www.drclintcepeda.com. Cepeda, C-E-P-E-D-A. That gets misspelled all the time. We'll see you next week. Take care. Remember, stay healthy, stay well, and stay fit. Dr. Clint Cepeda has a research background in health science and exercise sports science with a focus in obesity and mindfulness. The statements made in this podcast are for educational and motivational purposes only.